Hi, everyone. This is Lori Joyner from Lori Joyner Ministries. Welcome to my podcast, where we talk practically about all things discipleship related, such as where to find people to disciple, what to do on a typical discipleship appointment, and how to help our disciples grow in Christ. Whether you're just starting out or looking to sharpen your discipleship skills, you're in the right place. Well, hey, folks, it's Lori Joyner, your discipleship coach, and I'm so thrilled you've tuned in for episode seven of your discipleship coach kids edition. And these have been so fun to produce, and I appreciate your kind comments. Uh, One mom texted me the other day and she said, Lori, I just listened to your podcast, the most recent one about praying out loud with your kids. It was so good. I used to always pray with my big boys when they were little and I was putting them in bed. And I still do that with my little one, but I got out of the habit with my big ones and I'm starting again today. Another mom said, good morning, Lori. I love your podcast. You're such a blessing to me. Such great advice on discipling our kids. I started praying for my daughter before she leaves for high school in the morning. And I kept thinking, why wasn't I doing this? We get so busy. It's easy to get distracted. And so that kind of brings up one idea I wanted to bring up to you guys, and that is, do you have a topic you'd like for me to cover? If so, if you're like, oh, I hope Lori addresses this, or I wish she would talk about this when it comes to kids and pointing them to Christ, why don't you just shoot me a um, a message? Go to my website, lorijoinerministries.org. Go to Contact Lori, and you can just send me a message right through my website of maybe some ideas or things that might be helpful for you and your family. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump in today. We're going to unpack a very important kids edition tip, and that is to clearly teach our kids to have an eternal perspective. You know, one of the biblical teachings that has helped me personally in life is understanding what a limited time on earth I really have. And I'm not trying to be dramatic here. It's really how I view life. James 4.14 says, Why, you don't even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Psalm 144.4 says, man is like a breath. His days are like a passing shadow. Or how about 1 Corinthians 3, 10 through 15 says, by the grace God has given me, this is Paul speaking, I laid a foundation as a wise builder and someone else is building on it. But each one should be careful how he builds, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, their work will be shown for what it is because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire. Fire will test the quality of each person's work. If what he has built survives, he will receive a reward. If it is burned up, he will suffer loss. He himself will be saved, but only as one escaping through flames. Now, let me break down that last passage, and then I'm going to talk about all three of those verses just in general. First of all, Paul is saying to the church in Corinth, He said, I came there basically, and I laid the foundation for the church. I preached Jesus Christ and the church began there, but we each have an opportunity to build in our life. We're either going to build with things that last for eternity or things that are temporal. 
that if they were to have been burned up, anything that's wood, hay, or straw would be immediately burned up. But things like gold, silver, costly stones in a fire would not necessarily be burned up. They might be melted, might be able to cast them in a different type of uh, cast or whatever, but they won't totally be gone. And so the day, really, that is the day D is capitalized in scriptures, talking about a moment in time where we stand before the Lord and give an account of our lives. This is not talking about salvation. That decision's already been made. People will either be saved or not be saved by whether they responded to God's free gift of salvation on earth or not. This is more where God looks in our lives for things to reward and our work will be revealed with fire. And what we don't want to have happen is everything we've done on earth to be completely burned up. We want there to be something left to give unto the Lord and to glorify him with. There are going to be people that are going to barely make it through the flames, meaning they will have placed their faith in Christ, but they will basically be in heaven smelling like smoke, that they will barely be there. I mean, they'll be there, okay? But they'll have nothing in their life to show for the fact that they lived for Christ on earth. So what we want to understand with James 4.14, that our life is a mist, Psalm 144.4, that our life is like a passing shadow, like a breath, and 1 Corinthians 3, 10 through 15, that we will stand before the Lord and give an account for our life. We need to understand that our days are limited for what we can do for God. When we put this all together, the Bible is teaching that we only have a short time to make sure we are not the one described as escaping through flames with nothing to show for his life on earth, nothing to praise God with. As parents, this has got to be one of the things we're teaching our kids about and warning them of. Don't just teach your children to read or to add or to subtract. Don't just teach them the Bible and how important it is to go to church. Teach them a perspective, a godly, biblically sound perspective, a way to view our life on earth, that we are not here long, but what we do here matters a lot in eternity. So here are five things I do to teach my boys how to have an eternal perspective. One thing is I've taught them these verses. They have heard me talk about James 4.14. A matter of fact, it says you James 4.14 says, you are a mist that appears for a little while then vanishes. I have told my boys, boys, you know, in the morning when you look out the window and there's like the, like the dew on the grass, so, you know, me and my boys, we used to walk out to the bus stop every morning, early morning. We would see that you'd look out. It'd look like little, little crystal on the, on the grass. I would say that's called dew. That's little sprinkles of rain basically on the grass. But by the time they went out, in the afternoon for like their playground time or their recess at school, all that was burned up. It was gone. And I've taught my kids. Basically, that's how our life is. When you think about our entire life, a hundred years on earth, let's say in light of all the days of eternity past and eternity future, our life is just like that. Our life is like that dew that's there in the morning, but it's gone by the afternoon. So I've actually taught my boys these verses. They've heard me talk about them at breakfast or maybe driving in the car. 
So we need to make sure that we've actually said the verses. We've actually maybe written them somewhere or we've talked about them in the car or at breakfast or at lunch. You can even ask them, what do you think that means? And depending on the age level of your kids, you'll get different varying answers. But the point is you need to at least read the verses to them. Okay, number two, driving down the road. Now, I I don't allow my boys to play their iPhones and their games in the car. I kind of use it as another like teaching time. And so I've got two junior high boys, like I've mentioned, one's 11, one's 13. When I start the car, the phones have to be put up. And I use that time in the car for different things. But every once in a while, of course, I'm talking about something that has to do with the Lord. And today I snapped my fingers and I said, boys, that's all we got. When you think about our hundred years on earth in comparison to eternity, it's like a snap. Say it may feel long now, getting up, getting dressed, brushing teeth, going to school, taking math tests, coming home, going to swim practice, waking back up, doing the next thing the next day. That may feel like a long time. But when we look at eternity, eternity past, eternity future, we're going to say to ourselves, wow, that went by fast. It was like a snap. Okay, number three, I teach them to have an eternal perspective through my prayers. As I pray for them in the morning or at night, I may say, you know, Lord, thank you that Josh is awake for another day on earth, another day to serve you, another day to lay up treasure in heaven and please you. Thank you, Lord, that earth is not his final destination. He's here to learn and to grow and to develop as the man you desire him to be. But ultimately, he already has a place in heaven. He's already a citizen of heaven. He's just passing through. So as you pray for your kids, pray into them an eternal perspective, a reminder that this isn't our final destination. Our final destination is in heaven. And what we do here on earth matters for that time. We have a short time on earth to make a difference for eternity. And I I often use the words, we're just passing through. I'll sit on Josh's bed at night and we're talking about his day and things that bother him or, or things that he's, you know, my, I don't know, might be dealing with at school. And I'll say, we're just passing through, buddy. We're just passing through. This isn't all there is. I know those things are tough and mommy's dealt with some of those things as well. Rejection, disappointment, a heartache, but the good news is that we're just passing through. It's, we got to think about what we can learn from this, how we can apply it to our lives, how God can use the situation, to draw us closer to him. Okay, number four, I may say something like this. You know, boys, no one knows how many days are in their bank account. Now, listen, I'm doing this as I'm driving down the road or I'm doing this as I'm preparing lunch. I'm just bringing it up. I don't have to wait for something. Now, sometimes things, you know, come up. For example, uh, this past weekend, I turned 50, okay? And so, um, yeah, that's just as a side note. I'm, I, I fear that I'm going to be moving them into college and people are going to think I'm their grandmother. <laughs> I got started late on this having kids game. But anyway, I did turn 50 and I told them, both of them, at my little, my little birthday dinner, I said, boys, no one knows how many days are in their bank account. Nobody knows how many days God has given them on earth. I said, I want you to know I'm thankful for every day that God has given me and however many more the Lord will give me 
I pray that I will continue to dedicate those days to raising you two up to be godly leaders for your generation, to share the love of God and salvation in Christ with anybody that God puts across my path, and to lay up as much treasure in heaven as I possibly can. I've told my boys before, listen, we're both going to stand before God on our own, and I've got to give an account for how well I did with you boys. So you may not like all of my decisions that I make or the rules that I have, but I know that I'm going to be held accountable for how I stewarded your life and how much I pointed you to Christ. And really, that's a discussion for another podcast. But but the bottom line is they know the day, the day is coming and I won't be able to stand there with them. All I can do is help them get ready and give them that perspective of an, you know, an eternal mindset. All right. Number five. I'll often tell my sons, I'll say, boys, we got one shot, one shot, one shot to live life and then to stand before God. We've got one shot. And God wants to say to us, well done, thy good and faithful servant. He wants to look us in the face and say, well done. Why else would he have given us so many verses and teaching on this subject all through scripture? It's because he's getting us ready, like a like the perfect teacher, the perfect parent. He wants us to be prepared. And if we heed his instructions all through scripture, we will be. Jesus told his disciples and others listening in, in his teaching on Matthew 6, 19 through 20, he said, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. Listen, that's another verse you can share with your family of all ages. Say, what do we think that means? What is that talking about? But the bottom line is we've got one shot to do it. I've got one shot. I got this one life. I don't want to squander it. I don't want to pilfer it away. I don't want to get distracted. I don't want to hang on to something so long that I miss out on the things God has for me to do to lay up treasure in heaven. So I'll tell my boys often, we've got one shot, one shot. And really, we have a brief time on earth to lay up treasure in heaven. We have a brief time to persevere through our trials, to get trained up to share our faith, to disciple others, to invite people to church. You know, the loving thing to do for our kids is to set them up with an eternal perspective on life. The most unloving thing we can do is not teach this to our kids and for them to think this is all there is. This is all this is, you know, if we don't really teach them, then they're going to be left to their own mind. And what is the world teaching them? The world is saying, live for right now. Doesn't matter the future. Live for right now. And we've got to come in and say, no, no, no. Live for the future. Live for eternity because we only get one shot. We get one shot to help fulfill the Great Commission. Mom and dad, we get one shot. You and I get one shot. We get one shot to raise up the next godly generation. We have one shot to further the great commission in our lifetime. We have to remind ourselves and teach our children to use this life for God, to use this life to kick the ball down the great commission court. Okay, I said kick the ball down the court. I I mixed up my sports there. (laughs) Why don't I say kick the ball down the field? There you go. (laughs) This one life, this one shot to shine the light of Christ while we're here on earth. This breath, this vapor, 
This mist can be squandered away on selfish living, a temporal mindset, small petty issues, or it can be used to bring glory to God and to add to his eternal kingdom. We need to be saying as parents that really life is a gift and a stewardship. Your children should not see life as a chore to get through. Please do not let that be your mantra about life. Wake up each day thankful you get one more shot. You get one more day. Let them hear you pray. Lord, thank you. We have another day with you. Another day to learn about you. Another day to grow in our love for you, to be used by you, to help others. Another day, Lord, thank you, to lay up treasure in heaven. So we've got to be intentional. Teach an eternal perspective to your children all through their ages and stages, always pointing to life as a gift from God and that our citizenship is actually in heaven and that we have one shot to make this life count for him. Let me pray. Oh, Lord, I pray that you would help us as moms and dads have an eternal perspective today. What a difference it can make in the decisions that we make, how we spend our time, how we spend our money, how we spend our, our, our treasures, our, our talents, our time. Lord, help us have an eternal perspective on our life decisions, on the way we're raising our kids, on the things we're saying yes to and the things that we're saying no to. Father, I pray that you would help us be the best possible stewards we can to raise up a godly generation that truly needs to come after us. Lord, thank you for every day. Thank you, Lord, for my 50 years. Thank you for every day that you've put in my bank account so far. And I, Lord, I pray there'll be another at least 50 years on my bank account. But regardless of how many days you've given me, I want to make each one count for you, using my time, talent, and treasure unto you. Lord, help me be a phenomenal model to my children of not squandering time away of, of, by uh, unforgiveness issues or small petty issues. Help me not get distracted while running this race. Lord, help me keep my eyes focused on you. Help me be an example to my children. Lord, I pray everybody listening to the podcast today would have wind in their sails to teach this to their children, regardless of their age, even if they're in college, even if they're single living on their own, even if they're married, even if they're raising kids on their own, we're going to say we got one shot. We got one shot. We got this one life and it's going to go by like that. Lord, help us let go of the things that are holding us back. And open up our hands to all the things you have for us to walk into. Lord, you say that you have good works for us to walk into. Great opportunities for us to further the Great Commission for your glory. Lord, help us not miss those. Help us have an eternal perspective and eternal mindset. And furthermore, help us teach it to the next generation. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Lori Joyner Ministry serves the global body of Christ with discipleship resources, publications, and ongoing coaching and consulting of discipleship ministries. To invite me to speak at your next event and to see a full list of my discipleship books and Bible studies and resources, please visit me at loriejoynerministries.org.